going on, everyone? Uh, this is uh, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Sideline Dimes. I am your co-host, Justin Young, here with my other co-host. And Jordan Pabo. And uh, this is just a podcast. We're just trying to talk about um, what's trending in sports throughout the throughout the country, whatnot, through the lens of our perspective. We're very passionate, um, very passionate athletes um, mm-hmm. who really um, like to look at the game in a kind of unbiased perspective, but you know, trying to look at it psychologically as well as um, you know the physical aspect as well and um, kind of combining our knowledge and our experience so welcome Mm -hmm. now before we get into the episode i gotta ask this so my guy how did that game go today how did your game go yes sir it was a it was a it was a pretty good game. I mean, uh, we started off real strong. Uh, we got out we got out to another nine point nine zero lead. I don't know what is it about nine zero, and then the team just went on their own little run too. But it was a high scoring first quarter uh, for girls, I believe, eighteen to twelve. I was like, wow, you know, that was a good quarter for us. Um, but going down the stretch, going into halftime, we're only up about five points. Five, yeah, about five points. Um, our defense wasn't doing too good in the first half. Uh, the girls were just giving up easy. A lot of their points were in the paint, and our turnovers were killing us. Um, that's what happened in the first half. Going into the second half, um, it was a real close third quarter. Um, they got. They actually took the lead in the third quarter, took the lead, and um, I let the girls play through it because um, it was early. It was early in the quarter when they took the lead, and I let the girls play through it. Um, you know, and the, the other team only had six players, so I was subbing in my girls in and out. You know, keeping fresh legs on the court. Mm. And fourth quarter comes. Uh, going into the fourth, we have a uh, about another five point lead. And I told the girls right before the quarter, uh, you know, this is this is where you win basketball. You know, second half, third, third and fourth quarters where you win basketball, and and um, they wanted that undefeated season, so they they came out firing on all cylinders that fourth quarter. Um, we ended up with like it was close. We were like going back and forth, uh, three for three with the team. But lead, and then it just grew to 16. It was, you know, the girls played great. It, you know, it was a fun season, fun game. I couldn't be more happy for them. So just a little yeah, background information about my guy Jordan right here. He is a JV basketball coach for, um, for the girls' basketball team at West Torrance High School, right? Is that correct? Yeah, and this is his uh, first year. Yes, West Warriors, man. West. And and he um, yeah, went undefeated. Went undefeated. 
his first season as a coach. How about that? That's crazy. I, I, I wish you the best of luck in uh, that realm of your life, my guy. I, uh, I see bright things coming in your future with uh, success like that. So great job. Congratulations on the undefeated season. Now, um, on the topic of basketball, the NBA, man, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty crazy nowadays. Um, if you don't know what's going on in the NBA right now, um, the season is um, it's a shortened season. Instead of the regular 82 games, we have 72 games instead. And by the time playoffs come around, there is a play-in tournament um, for the teams at the 7 through 10 seeds in both conferences. Uh, um, this week, the games just started. We already had our first game, um, two games on, what was it, Tuesday, Monday, I think? Tuesday, Monday? Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday and yesterday. Tuesday. Yeah, so Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah, Tuesday is when the game started. We had the Hornets versus the Pacers. We'll start out with that and how that game went. Um, I don't know. I've been looking through social media, man. Um, oh, I feel like a lot of people are just riding on that Lamelo, Lamelo ball train, and they automatically predicted that the Hornets were going to take it to the Pacers. But obviously, that didn't right. go the way they wanted. They got blown out, and it seemed like that game was just over within the first quarter. That's what it looked like to me. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that, that's tough. Honestly, um, my thoughts on that was uh, it's an experience for the team. Um, going to that game, the playing game, it's a playoff atmosphere. And uh, the Hornets didn't, don't have that, I don't think so, especially coming up. They didn't, I, don't, I don't think they were in the bubble last season. So, you know, they, they didn't have that. Um, and they're a very young team. Uh, I give they have a bright future ahead of them, but young team. They they still need more chemistry on the court. Going against uh, the Pacers, Pacers is a great team when they're healthy. You know they have Karis LeVert, they have Sabonis, Brogdon. I didn't know Brogdon was even playing that game. I didn't so either. That's, that was a big help for them. But I, yeah, I personally, I personally thought the Hornets were going to win. Um, just because of the way they've been playing the last couple games. So definitely like ending the season, how they end the season. I think they they won like at least uh six out of the last five games, maybe. So I really thought the war uh the Hornets were gonna do that. That's I didn't expect I didn't expect them to lose that's that that series. That playing game at least. I am in total agreement with everything you just said. I think the Hornets are just inexperienced. And when it comes to a playoff atmosphere, yeah. you need that, those reps to compete at that level because when you get into the playoffs, like it's, this is technically not even the playoffs yet. It's, it's the postseason, but playoffs, it's a playoff atmosphere. And looking at the, the, the rosters, you, you have a young team with the Hornets, you know, LaMelo La Ball, leading the charge for them you got 
Terry Rozier, who has been in the playoffs before on the Celtics. But when it comes to everything else, this team's just young and Mm -hmm. they don't have, you know, they don't have that kind of uh, chemistry in the situation. They were great in the regular season for the most part. They're a very exciting team to watch. Um, I mean, look at their announcer. Like, did you hear all the, all the stuff he was saying throughout the season? Yeah, I love that. He, yeah, he was the ultimate hype man. Highlights every day. <laughs> at least once a week, there was, there was one highlight on that guy, at least. But, um, yeah, it just comes with experience. And, you know, um, but the Pacers, you got well-seasoned yeah. players like Brogdon, who's, who's been in the playoffs. Um, Sabonis, um, I believe he's been in the playoffs before. Uh, have Karis LeVert, um, the baller, huge baller. Um, I'm not sure if he played when he was on Brooklyn last season. I don't, I don't call if he was yeah, playing Karis, or if he was injured. Oh no, no, Karis did, did play that, that in the bubble. He definitely played in the bubble. Okay, yeah. He was supposed to be who are they? They were gonna beat somebody. He had the last shot against. I'm trying to think against who? I think it was. Uh, can't remember who it was, but he had the last shot and he took a jump shot. He, he was carrying that team that game. That game. I want to say Orlando. I don't think it was Orlando. But yeah, he was he was doing his thing on that court. But man, yeah, and play playoff basketball. Every possession matters. You know, every possession. You know, every possession. Matters. Every possession matters. Free throws matter. And it's a whole different ball game, you know. Focus is focus got to be at all time high. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, um, Karis Levert wasn't actually playing yesterday. Um, he was out because of COVID protocols, so he wasn't even playing or in that game. And but they still they still blew blew out the Hornets within the first quarter. You got Doug McDermott, their their knockdown three point shooter, who just hit four in a row within the first five minutes of the game he had like 14 points or something I forgot how many points he had but he came out firing so that really set a tone you know that really sets a tone for your team you know the Pacers man no pun intended set the pace so, but I like I like the um, the outlook on the Hornets' future. I think they should keep the roster together as well as they could. Um, Lamelo, Washington, um, keep Rozier in there, and I actually like the addition of Gordon Hayward on that team. I thought he was a was a big factor. Yeah. Um, having that. He was that injured team. though, right? Yeah. What was that? You have another injury? I I believe he did. I'm not too sure yeah. what he injured, but he was not playing um, in this past game, this playing game, and I think that really affected the the chances of um, the Hornets getting over the, the Pacers. And you know, like you said, Brogdon, Brogdon played. I didn't know Brogdon was going to play. So. 
Let's move on to the next game. What are we talking about the next game? So the next game, right after that, was the Wizards versus the Celtics. And I want to start oh, off with man. Jason Tatum because, man, that guy, this season, he's been pretty healthy all season. I, I think he was out one, like, one stretch of games because of protocols, but dude's, dude's a baller, man. Dude's a baller. He's in, like, what, his third, fourth season right now? He's, like, just hitting his prime right now. This is definitely a career season for him because a couple weeks ago. He's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. A couple weeks ago, he he had that 60-point game. He was just finding his spots. And, you know, that's what it's all about Um, when – you are a developing player in this league and you're just trying to prove yourself. I think you need those reps in game, you know, finding your spots, finding your shot, looking at matchups, trying to get those um, switches on, mm-hmm. against the defense. And, you know, you know, more and more you do that, the more of matchups you see, the easier it's going to get. And this guy is the Celtics' best player. And he has 60 against, I think it was the Spurs. They weren't, they, they weren't even leading by halftime that game. But, man. And then this game, this playing game against the Oh, Wizards, the comeback game. Yeah, the comeback game against the Spurs. That was crazy. They were down at least 20, right? They were down 20. Yeah. They were down at least 20. I ended like 140. Went to OT. That's a. Those fans were not pleased at halftime. But yeah, no, moving on to this this playing game against the Wizards. Um, you know, I, before we get into playoffs, um, playoff Celtics, they didn't have the best season Mm -hmm. as expected um especially coming off of um how well they did last season and um right i I believe they were the seventh seed right they're the the seventh seed in the east and um playing against brooklyn yeah so they'll be playing against brooklyn now since they they won against the wizards but um going into this playing game i wasn't sure what was going to happen um, but then Tatum had a 50 piece. I had yeah, that 50 piece. See, but then you had Bill, you know. Bill's injury looks like he's lingering right now a little bit. Just a little bit, you know. A hamstring is nothing to play with. I mean, any injury is not nothing to play with at that. But, but I mean, he wants to win, you know. The guy wants to win. He wants to win in Washington right now, you know, where that's where he's playing that. But then you have Russell Westbrook does everything amazing on court. Everything amazing, you know, Mr. Triple-Double King. But he needs to learn how to shoot. You know, that's 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 my only, you know, here. Westbrook does everything amazing but shoot. It's tough. when he, He's a streaky shooter when he gets going, but having that, like, Beal's the only score for them. Westbrook should be that other person for the team 
to to score too, you know, at will, especially with a jump shot. And I feel like that's what the Wizards are lacking right now. And that's what's going to hurt them in the playoffs. I I, I agree with you. Westbrook, triple-double king, can do everything really well, except yeah. shoot. Mm-hmm. And that's – that's well, you got – you still got – Beal came second in um, leading scorers this season. And, you know, when Beal goes out like this with his hamstring – what was that? They have nothing else. Yeah, they have. They don't really have. I said they don't else. have. They have nothing else. Yeah. Um. You you know you you got you got some shooters on that team, like, like Bertans, but every like everyone's like a streaky shooter outside of Beal. Everyone's streaky. Yeah. Like and then you know he was pure. You know what I'm saying? Could, yeah. All three levels. So, so you need you need to have Bradley Beal playing, and you know he's shown that he wants to like help out. You know he he's he's really trying to push himself through this hamstring injury, which, you, like you said, it's nothing to play with. I, me personally, I've I've had my share of hamstring injuries, and yeah, if you don't give that thing the time it needs to rest to heal, you're done. You're done. It's terrible, terrible yes. muscle strain. So, but much, much respect to, to Bradley Beal for helping out his team. Definitely. Oh, even today's game. Today's game. Yeah. They, they won against the Pacers. How much did Beal have today? I believe he he had 20, 20, 28. He had 25 today. 25. 25. 25. 25. And Russell That's Westbrook. Efficient. Very efficient. Yeah, Russell Westbrook also provided 18. Uh, 18 points, 15 assists. My gosh. And then eight boards. And then you got this guy, Daniel Gafford. Very young, promising player on the Wizards. Um, I've seen this guy play. Who is that? I never, like, I, I play with 2K, but I where do you come from? I am not too sure, to be honest. But he's coming off the bench for the Wizards. And this guy posts 15 points, 13 rebounds, and five blocks throughout the game. I remember when my, 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 my Warriors, they played oh. And this guy was being just a very good yeah. contributor off the bench. And I was like, who's this dude? Where did this guy come from? Who is this? Who's this nobody? No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Duke and ball. Duke and ball. So, no, he, he's his third year, I guess, this season. Third season. He came from Arkansas. Okay. And then he, uh, he got drafted to the Wizards? Or Bulls. Oh, he, oh, okay. Drafted to the Bulls. Second round pick, second round pick. That's a great second round pick. That's the same pick. That's Wendell Carter. Year, huh? What um, year was this? 2017? This 2019 draft. Okay. 2019. Hmm. I don't I don't know if Wendell Carter. I, I, Carter might have been the year before. No, Carter, it was a 
No, Carter was last season because it was rookie year last year. Hmm. It was definitely his rookie season last year. Okay. I believe yeah. it was. Well, either yeah, way. But Wizards in that took that hit spot. Wizards totally spot. That's turned it up. Big step forward. The Pacers today in that playing game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed that they wanted that game. Amazing for them. Good for them. Beal and Russ leading that charge. That's got They got the juice. They got the juice. Definitely. Well, going into that game one. Game one against the Sixers. We'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that in a bit, though. Yeah. Let's move on to the next playing game. Grizzlies versus Spurs. So, first mm-hmm. half. Of that game. Spurs. I had, I had, I had, yeah. What was that? No, I said I had Grizzlies the whole time. Okay. Yeah. You had the youth, mm-hmm. you had the youth of the Grizzlies, the youth and inexperience of the Grizzlies versus Pop and his experience. Versus Pop. Versus Pop. Pop. Pop is a goat. Yeah, I agree. And with the Grizzlies, you got a bunch of bunch of individuals who are who look hungry. They look hungry to me. Hungry. They look hungry for a win. But hungry. Like I said, they have that, they don't have that experience yet. Um yeah. however, you got guys like Dylan Brooks, and then you got the big man. Jonas Valanciunas. He balled out yesterday. He got 23 points, and 23 rebounds, and three blocks in that game. And in that first half, the Grizzlies took it. The, the Grizzlies took it to the Spurs, man. They, they took it to them in the first half. Um, but man, I, I don't, I don't really know what to say about that i was i was kind of surprised uh personally i thought it was going to be a closer well in the end it was a closer like it was a closer game in the end but at the beginning i didn't expect the grizzlies to come out firing like that and then when you get to the second half of that game you see the spurs come out on a 17-0 run i think i think that's what happened but you know demar Demar did not have a night. He he was struggling all night. And Demar was definitely struggling. Um, but the thing about the Spurs, their system, they share the ball, you know. So that's and uh, if someone's not going, they have the whole. They have different options around that offense. Now everyone get everyone gets touches. You do not see that ball stay on the one side of the floor most of the time from, you know, just watching the Spurs. I feel like with the Spurs, they don't have a set identity yet. You know, you got a lot of new guys, a lot of young guys on the team. Right. You got your veterans. You got Patty Mills there. You got DeMar and Rudy Gay, who have all – kind of been in this environment before but a lot of young guys um but yeah look look damar five for 21 on the field 
five for 21. And in my opinion, DeMar's probably like what? The best mid-range shooter in the game right now, maybe. I don't know. Um, but he, he's one of the best, if not. And Middleton. Mills can knock down the three. He can knock down the three. He's great. I think he's a great veteran off the bench. Been doing but, you know, he's getting old now. <laughs> so, um, let's see. But you got, you know, you got guys like Keldon Johnson really carrying a scoring load. Five for 11 from the field. He put up, he got nine. Oh, he got 11 boards. Okay. One assist. He was a minus nine, though. That's what happens when the team loses. Jakob Pertle. Um, actually, Pertle and Valanciunas used to be uh, teammates on the Raptors before they got traded. So, but Valanciunas was the starter right, in that situation. Right, so, okay. yeah, I think, you know. Hurdle got bested by 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 the big, big bro, right big bro, bested him. Yeah, definitely. Juan Kunis is a great big, honestly. I'll have him on the Lakers, my team, and that. Who don't you want big body on your team? <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw like your fans. We were big dreamers. <laughs> hey, that that just comes with that that. That's the championship rep, though. That's the championship rep. You know, you, you, the Lakers are that destination for stars who want to win it. Them, the Celtics, those are the two big ones. Two big names right there. I'd say the Warriors are up there. I'd say the Warriors are up there, too. They got a, a different culture, different culture than, than the Lakers and the Celtics. Um, a, lot of, a lot of ball movement, a lot of off-ball, you know, passing. Yeah. Kind of like the Spurs in a way, uh, but it's all Steph great system. A Steph system right there. You either get with it or you move on. Mm-hmm. It's not for everyone, man. It's not for everyone. Let's move on to that uh, Warrior Lakers game now, Jay. Let's move on to that game. Let's move on. Man. To that game. Okay. Well, in my in my defense. <laughs> Before I even we, before we watched the game yesterday, I I said this game is going to be fun regardless. And throughout that entire game, I didn't think there was going to be a clear cut winner. And the first half, the first half was kind of decided. Well, the, the Warriors had had the Lakers in the yeah, first half. And then we start the second half. And the Lakers' defense were just forcing turnovers against the Warriors. And they were, they were converting off those turnovers. They were converting points off those turnovers. And they also got in foul trouble. They got the Warriors in foul trouble early, in the, within the first, like, three minutes of the third. That momentum shifted into the Lakers' favor that third quarter. And... As much as I would like to just say we didn't, you know, we we we, we were too loose. Uh, that's no excuse. You, you came out, you came out firing in that first quarter. You, you you stay firing going into second, especially when Steph had that right. that that halftime buzzer. 
buzzer beater right there. But much, much props to the Lakers. It seemed like uh, Vogel came out with a, a new game plan. Um, it seemed like the intensity um, throughout the entire Lakers squad picked up um, during that second half. And See, what I, when I was watching, when I was watching, what helped us out a lot was moving AD to the five. Right, right. That helped us out a lot. Moving AD to the five, it, it opened up a lot of space. And putting, uh, and then we put Wesley Matthews in there, mm-hmm. you know, and he created some plays on defense and offense, you know, knocking down, he knocked down two threes when I was watching. But yeah, moving AD to the five, yeah, I mean, I know he doesn't like it, but it just makes the team, you know, much more dynamic, you know, we can bring in more weapons. Nothing against Drummond, you know, nothing against him being a big body down there, but especially playing against the Warriors. The Warriors don't have a big big man. You know what I'm saying? So using Drummond, I mean not Drummond, uh Davis as our big, you know, uh that that's already a mismatch for for you guys. Oh, uh, period. Especially if Looney's guarding him or whoever's guarding him, Dr- Draymond. That's a mismatch. In my eyes. But also in my eyes, Draymond did work on that guy. Draymond did his thing against Yep. Anthony Davis, he Draymond, in trouble. Draymond, Draymond, man. I think I think Draymond does, best, man. He, I think Draymond's man. the best defender in the league, personally. And that um, maybe that sounds biased coming from a Warriors mm. fan. Is that biased or not? Huh? Because mm-hmm. you got. Okay. I'll, give, I'll give that to Jerry. I mean, I'll give. What What do you think is more valuable in terms of being a defensive player? So actually, they came out with their. Defensive player of the year finalists. You got Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and Draymond Green. Right. Those are your, your fine three finalists right there. Now, Rudy Gobert. Drew Holiday? Uh no, he he didn't make that that cut. But I think I think Drew's a all defensive player for sure. Um, but for the defensive player of the year, for the award, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Year. Rudy Gobert's is a force in that interior protect like interior and he he plays defense yeah. on in just within the paint just like no one else and you got ben simmons who's more versatile pretty pretty big as well he's got a nice uh he, he can move around he can guard one through five which rudy can't i don't think rudy can guard one through five i think he always gets beat on the perimeter by i mean it's just it's just that 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 height man it's just the height i don't know i don't know about rudy on the perimeter but but then you got draymond who like ben simmons can guard one through five he's a little shorter than ben but but draymond is as tough as they come and the thing the difference between the difference between draymond ben and rudy is that Draymond, he's like, he's like a conductor of an orchestra. Whereas Rudy and Ben are like, like right. they just they're they're just like instrumental play, like players who are really, really good. But Draymond, he's the conductor who orchestrates the Warriors defense. He gets people in the spots they need to be. He sees plays before they even happen. And 
maybe he doesn't make the best defensive judgments, right. but the Warriors are a top five defense, and that's because of him. I so I don't know. What, I, I don't that. know what your opinion respect, is. But. Respect to Draymond. Um, the only reason, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you just said. Um, Draymond, okay, outside of being a great defensive player, what will make him more dynamic is him looking to score. You know, we talked about this before already. Very true. But Very. That would just make him a much more, uh, you know, rather than just always looking to pass. You know, I mean, that's his role. But I want to see him on. I mean, I do want to see him on a different team, and see what kind of role he has on another team. You know, no, I'm just picturing it. You know, just just a picture. I'm not saying he's gonna leave the Warriors, but I want to see what kind of role he would have with another team. You know, would he just be the glue guy that he is for you guys on both sides of the ball, or would he have to take on a a scoring role for the team? You know. Well, uh, we'll see when that happens, if that happens. If that happens. I uh, Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know what would happen to his role uh, on a team, on a different team than the Warriors. I, but personally, I can't see Draymond leaving because he is that piece. He, he's, he's a glue. He's, he's that voice. He's that he's heart and soul of the team. But, man, that game last night. Best game of the season, hands down, by far. Most easily the most entertaining game of the season. And actually, ESPN, the, that playing game, they said it drew an average audience of 5.6 million viewers. It was the most watched NBA game on ESPN mm-hmm. since the 2019 Western Conference Finals with the Warriors versus the Blazers, that series. But this game, I mean, you know, Showtime, man, Showtime Lakers, you know, they channel, they channel in that energy. Every time the Lakers play a game, it's always going to be, you know, up there, you know? And then you got the Warriors who. That was California alone. What was that? I said, that was just California alone, just watching the game. (laughs) Facts, though, you know, California, California, man, that's the the West Coast, the best coast right here. And the Warriors versus Lakers, in my opinion, are the two best teams in California. Lakers, number one. I got to, you know, got to respect the history behind y'all. But then the Warriors in recent years, I I think uh, they've made their their statement in this playing game. I, I did not expect it to, you know, come down to that last shot by LeBron. I, I didn't see that happening. And I'm kind of looking at this like, dude hit a shot in front of Curry, just like, I'm going to hurt myself saying this, but back during the, the, those finals in 2016, when Kyrie hit the shot over Curry, that dagger, that's what it reminded me of. That's, that's what it felt like. Not as not not to the scale of it, but that's what it felt like to me. I was, I was just watching. I was like, the shot clock's winding down. Puts it up. Desperation shot, man. This dude got poked in the eye, and still hit it. Like what the hell? That was tough. That is tough. It's tough. Man, guys, I never guessed this game. 
How are we looking for tomorrow's game? Last playing game. Last playing game. Warriors versus Memphis. Well, I'm going to be honest. I think uh, I'm going to take it to you guys. I think, yes. I think the Grizzlies, you know, the Grizzlies are coming off a win against the Spurs, who, like we said, didn't have the greatest. You guys are at home. We're going to be at home. It's going to be the on Warriors ground. And the Grizzlies are coming back. They, they just played us on Sunday. Um, same place. But. Oh, did you know, uh, Curry play that? Curry played? Curry played that game. He dropped 46 on their ass. <laughs> mm. But. No, like. But that, that, game, that game to me on Sunday, I guess the last regular season game, that felt like a playoff atmosphere to me. And the Grizzlies got a little bit of a taste of that, of that playoff atmosphere. Not just that, but they got experience of a playoff atmosphere against the Warriors. And I'm looking at this game like, okay, you guys could be you guys. we're expected. The Warriors are expected to win this game, right? That's what everyone's saying. But I wouldn't count. I wouldn't count Memphis out. I don't know how this game's gonna go. But maybe this will be like the Hornets versus the Pacers because the, the Grizzlies are a pretty young team. They got, I mean, they got Valanchunas who, who's been in the league for a bit and he's balling at, the, at that center spot. But guys like Ja, Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr. Who else on that team? Can't even think of anything. Oh, Melton. Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain, man. I don't know. You know Desmond Bain? He surprised me. He's got he's got some he's got a shot. But you know, you got a bunch of these young guys, they're hungry. They they they're coming off this win against the Spurs, who are really, you know, they have a history of being a great playoff team because of pop. But I mean, there's also the Warriors. Who have that, you know, that experience, that playoff experience, led by two, two of the guys that that uh who led the way during that dynasty, that five-year run. You got Steph and Draymond. And then you got pieces around them. Wiggins, two-way wigs. Best he's having a career season, playing the best defense of his life, shooting the best from like of, of his career. And you got guys like Ken Bazemore, Juan Toscano Anderson. These guys bring the juice for the Warriors. They understand their roles for that team. And this is coming from a Warriors fan. Like, I'm not trying to be biased, but just watching these guys play, maybe they're not the you know, most consistent shooters out there, but they know their role. They know what they need to do, and they do it. They get it done. They're tough, man. Great, so. great, take, great take on that. I like that one. That's a dime right there. That's a dime right there. Oh, we got a, we got a dime. We got a first dime. <laughs> dime. I like that. We're gonna we're gonna incorporate we're gonna incorporate that into our into this podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. But okay, so recap on this <laughs> on this Lakers Warriors game. Best game I have ever seen this season super exciting lived up to the hype 
And I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy about how, how we played. I'm happy um, about, uh, you know, the result. I'm, I'm content with it. I, I think uh, y'all were a better team to go against the Phoenix Suns anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, good luck to your team in the playoffs. It's, it's going to be tough right now, in my opinion, because the Lakers are a little out of sync. But LeBron, AD, they just need their reps with the team. Um, and there's no better time to do that in a seven-game series. If it will be a seven-game series, I think this. I think the series is going to go six. Like Suns versus Lakers. I think it's going to go six, just because LeBron and AD are a little out of sync. Six. I think it's going to go to six. I don't know who's going to win it. I can see. I can see go to seven too, but I can see us losing the first game. And that's just because. We'll see. We'll see. That's just because there's no like solid rhythm right now. That's uh, yeah, we haven't found it yet. But, once we get a rhythm with AD, Jimmy, and Braun, it's gonna be something to look out for. Did you uh did you want to touch up on that? Want to touch up on uh LeBron and AD's role right now we'll and how it. that's gonna play out in the playoffs? Okay, so AD's role is probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's with uh. Okay, so you know he has his injury, his Achilles injury, his calf strain. I think yep. that's a big part of him, him and Braun. Um, but his role uh, as a player right now is he's going to have to close out games for us. You know, it, yeah, it's going to be Braun, but that ball has to be in AD's hands. I feel like going down the stretch, it has to be in AD, uh, AD's hands. Um despite Braun making that, you know, tough three at the end, you know, and him being, uh, him having him and Kobe up there, he has like, what, 97, 97 uh, shots, uh, tying shots, yeah, or, yeah. you know, with less than in the clutch. Less clutch shots, whatever, but, yeah. You know, if they, AD wants to win another ship, he has to take on that role of, of taking over the game. You know, um, and he can't settle for his mid-range jump shot. He can't settle. I mean, yes, it does go in, but put him on the block, man. Get closer. My goodness. Now, that's what pisses me off about AD. I mean, I get he's injured, but, you know, live on that block. He got to live right there on that block. At mid post, a little lower. I hate, I hate when he's above the elbow. I just hate when he's above the elbow. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he has moves to get to the rim, but yeah, he has to be that star for us moving forward for the Lakers. Take on that role of of what Kobe did, you know, carrying us to the ship. That's what yeah. he has to do. Yeah, this especially, season, um, this especially with uh, LeBron um, getting a little older now, and, and, and you know, um, th yeah. this is just for the future because. It's 80s team. It's going to be 80s team, exactly. I think he's going to have to yeah, it's 80s team, man. So. play. He's going to have to do what he does best um, down the line um, because when LeBron leaves, what's he going to do? 
I'm not too sure what's going to happen. I'm not sure the outlook right now, but it seems like the Lakers are, are focused on the now. And while y'all have LeBron there, y'all going to be fine. Y'all going to be fine, LeBron. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Let's let's uh let's get off. Let's get into some predictions now. Um, playoff seating. So right now in the West we have the following playoff series already set. We got, like we said, Phoenix versus LA. Then you got Denver, three seed against Portland. I think, right? And then, yeah, Clippers versus Dallas. Is that correct? Clippers versus Dallas, yes, sir. Yeah. All right. And then we're still waiting on this. Uh, we're going to find out tomorrow, but we got we got Memphis and Warriors. Whoever takes that, that, that game will face the Jazz in the first round. So. Um, ah, okay, so let's go. Let's go. Uh... Let's go. Let's start with the first seed first. One versus Memphis or Warriors. What's your intake on that? Me personally, um, well, yeah. let's let's so start go with both, go both. Back. Yeah, we'll start with the the Grizzlies. We'll go both ways. So if, so if the Grizzlies win tomorrow's game, and they 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 get put mm-hmm. against Utah, first round, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I think it's over in four. Even especially with with, with right. the return of Donovan Mitchell, Re- regardless of that, I think I think it's a wrap before. You know, the, the Jazz have already fine tuned all the rest of that team. The, the rest of that team, you know, this the, without Mitchell. Like once Mitchell gets back, I don't think it's going to take too much time to get into rhythm for him. I think these guys are going to be mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, against the the way the the Grizzlies play, because these guys run the floor, they pass the ball a lot, and they shoot threes. They're the best three point shooting team this season, and maybe that won't translate to the playoffs. But against an inexperienced team like Memphis, I think it will. I think Utah yeah, is just gonna. There show up these show these guys up that's what i think what do you think uh yeah i like that take on that um i definitely do have the jazz winning the series if it does go uh to memphis um my take is yes they're an experienced grizzly already experienced and the jazz yes uh they are gonna miss donovan mitchell but their the way their style of play right now is no driving kick, find an open man, find an open three pointer, or dump it in to Gobert. You know they they get to the lane, they get in the lane, and it's either going to be they have shooters all around you, shooters all around them, and you have the bear Gobert to dump it to off of alley oop. You know, and that's all pretty much what they do. Um, and that's hard to guard, honestly, if you have shooters all around you, and then a big man. You know, you know, so you could get out of whack with their defense rotation. And that defense, you have the, you know, everyone's rotating. So, so that that gives. That's why I give it to the Jazz. I would say four one. I'll give it. I'll give the Grizzlies one game. It might be a sweep. I'll give them one game. It'll be nice. 
Okay. Um, and I'll let's say uh, Warriors now. Okay. So I personally think the Warriors could beat the Jazz. Um, just their style of play, um, especially with Curry. Uh, Curry doing what he does is, I don't know, he's, I, like, he's going to do what, what Michael Jordan did for the Bulls, carry that team as far as he can. I feel like uh, I feel like that team is capable of going to the second round with what they have. Um, but I think it would be in seven, though. That series going seven with the Warriors. Um, there's it's gonna go back and forth, especially when Donovan Mitchell comes back. I'll give it to seven to the Warriors. I like that. Yeah, no, the the play style of the Warriors is so much better fitted to go against the Jazz. I think than any other team in the top eight. Personally, just because um, you know you have you have Steph Curry best shooter, greatest shooter of all time, leading the charge. And that alone, his presence alone, like full court, full court, his presence on, on the court. It's just, mm-hmm. you cannot take your eyes off this guy because this guy's running, he, yeah. he, he, his off ball movement is so lethal. And that's crazy to say. He doesn't have. He doesn't even need to have the ball to to be a threat. And if, I mean, I I hope the Jazz are well conditioned if they do end up playing the Warriors, because whoever's going to be guarding Curry is going to be running at least two or three miles that entire game just to stay with him. And then they're going to throw double teams. They're going to throw all these defensive schemes at him. But Curry's gonna find, you know, he's gonna he's gonna adjust to to those schemes. He he he's been doing this like the entire season, and he's gonna he's gonna get his shots. He's gonna get his shots. And then you got Draymond, um, who who knows how to orchestrate the defense, and he sets up great defensive plays that I think are well suited. In this matchup, um, right. I don't know um, if you remember. I don't know if you remember last night, but the rotation of our defense mm-hmm. on the Lakers last night—it was it was beautiful. It was it was it was yeah, that was the best was defense. The like y'all were y'all were moving the ball around a lot, trying to get it onto the perimeter on the in the on the wings, but right. Right after that, the ball got passed, caught by a player. It just, boom! Someone's already there. Someone was already there to contest it, guard. Was it? So to me, I think yes. I think this this series for a Warriors Jazz series, they can, the Warriors can pull off a win against the Jazz, but the Warriors got to be playing their best basketball, and that's saying that that's that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're peaking. the The, the Warriors are peaking at the right time. The Jazz might be a little out of rhythm when Mitchell comes back, possibly, and maybe it goes more in our favor. But like I said, it, like 
it can go either way. And I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I, that's my take on, on the a Warriors Jazz series. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I have high expectations, right. but I also have low expectations for my team. What was that? What was that? Let's go to this 2 7. Man. 2 7. The 2 7. Who's the 2 7? Phoenix. 2 7 is. And the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Lakers. Lakers and Lakers and five, baby. Lakers and five. Five? Lakers and five. Lakers I say six. Five. I say six. But why do you say five? CP. Uh, I feel like we got their number. They're not ready for us. I say they can win the first game and we get the last next four easily. They can win the first game. Um, but we're built for the playoffs. Uh, yes, they're a great team. The two for a reason. Um, I'll give them that. They, have, they do have a great coach, CPD book. Uh, respect to those guys. But they are not messing with the Lakers, especially at full strength now. Um, that's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch Schroeder against CP3. That's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. That will be a fun matchup. That's gonna be a real fun matchup. Um, and then you know we're throwing we're gonna throw several guys at D book, um, just like how we did at did against Curry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vogel has that. Vogel's defensive mind is is top notch, top tier in the league right now. Um, that's why I have the Lakers going for five one. Uh, and it's, I mean, yeah, the they went eight and zero in the bubble last last year, but this is a whole different ball game. You know, we have fans now, and you know, we play them what three times a year, so we definitely know what they come out with. They're definitely a lot of film. Oh man, we'll see. Let's we'll see. I uh, see see against us, so like he usually does in playoffs. Sorry, CP3, but it is what it is. What's your take? I think it's gonna go to six. Um, personally, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think this series either way is gonna be easy. Um, just because the Lakers, yeah, mm-hmm. they have they have the bodies out on the floor again, but it's like I said, I don't think the rhythm is fine tuned right now i don't think it's fine to they're in the process of tuning it back up to speed you know getting lebron and ad back in a in and at those roles because they, they've been playing without them the past however many games i know lebron's built for the playoffs and all but um you know when you got your your the rest of your team playing without him for the past six however many weeks it, it was and ad as well and then you add Drummond. I don't know how many games they play with Drummond, like three, maybe, altogether. But mm-hmm. I think I think it's just going to take maybe a game or two for them to get in rhythm. Suns are going to – I think the Suns are going to take the first game from them. And then maybe the Lakers will adjust the second game, and then it's going to kind of be back and forth. But ultimately, I think the Lakers um, – I think the Lakers will, will pull it off once uh, – you know they get their rhythm but like i said if if they can't find that rhythm then it'll probably go to seven um 
I don't think this uh, this series is as clear cut, in my opinion, just from my perspective. You have a different perspective because you know you you've been watching your team, um, but um, right, yeah, I think you know CP CP and and D book together, you know CP never won a ring, D books never been to the playoffs, but I think those two combined together can really make a legit push. I think they can make a legit push just based on um, their experience from the past, their past experience. And, and I mean, there's a reason why they're number two in the league right now. And I, I didn't, I didn't expect that from the Suns. Right. But you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll give them, cre- I'll give them some credit. I think, I think, that this game could be pushed to seven. I think it could go to six. I can also see it going to five. So that's my take mm-hmm. on the Phoenix Lakers. But I, I think the Lakers could right. take it. I think the Lakers could take All it. Right. Let's go three to six. So. Lakers, Lakers. Let's go three six. Uh, we have Clippers, Mavs. Right? Yeah. Clippers, Mavs, three six. Yeah. Or is that a. Uh... Wait. I think. Was Clippers Mavs? I think, I think no, it's no, no. In Denver. It's Denver. It's Denver. Denver Blazers. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. I got I got the Blazers. I wanna say. Let's go with six. Six. I say six. Um, I do like Jokic. Yeah, I do like I love Jokic. Jokic is an amazing player, but missing Jamal Murray hurts him um, a lot. I think that hurts him a lot. You know, he, although they do have Michael Porter Jr., but he didn't play in the playoffs last year, so he doesn't have that experience yet. And Jokic could only do. I mean, he's a triple double machine as well, but. Um. And his, the offense is ran through him. But, yeah, Blazers have too much firepower right now. Especially healthy team. Healthy team, they're, they're looking good. Especially adding Norman Powell to that team. Oh, my gosh. It's a whole other dynamic to that team. They're, they're, they're made for – yeah, I helped them out a lot. So. Especially, I mean, Melo – Melo's that score. But then Norman Powell just added another – Tear to them right there. Yeah, so that's my take. Well, I I'm in agreement with uh, your take. Your uh, I think Blazers in six. You know that's just because the health status of the Blazers um, currently, yeah. and then okay. um, with Denver as well. Yeah, Jamal right Jamal was that 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 dude in the bubble last last season. He was that dude. He, he, I think he mm-hmm. and Jokic are crazy numbers. They're those guys for, for the Nuggets, you know? They, they, they led that comeback against the Jazz in the bubble last season. You know, Jamal's going off, scoring like, what, 50 points, dropping 50. I don't know how many points, but I remember he had a 50 piece against them. And, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, 
yeah, like you said, MPJ, he doesn't really have that experience yet. Like, yeah, he looks good in the regular season, but I don't know if it's MPJ's time right now. I don't know how much he's come along in terms of his development as an NBA player. Mm -hmm. But he's going to be an X factor in this series for the Nuggets. Um, He's going to be the one that um, just might keep them afloat. Um, But the Blazers got depth, like you said. CJ, Norm, uh, you got defense from Covington. You got um, Carmelo. Oh, I the, forgot about Cove. Um, You got Nurkic. Nurkic is great. I think Ennis Cancer is a, their backup center, right? I think. I think that's what what he is. Yeah, he he's yeah, he he's is. pretty solid off the bench. He's a, he's a good he's a good uh um bench center for for uh Nurkic and then you got you got this dude Anthony Simons who he's not he's not he's not too bad he's not too bad he 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 can he can ball um you know and then of course Dame time Dame time he's he's gonna um you know, he's gonna he's gonna lead this charge, man. What? Whenever the odds are like stacked against Dame, somehow, some way, he he finds this he finds his way to 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 go. You know, to freaking come up in the clutch. I don't I don't know. He's just built different, man. Dame's built different. He can will his team. He's got that. He's got that LeBron thing. I, I, li- I like to call it, it's the LeBron effect. It's, he has the will to lead his team to the next step. I don't know if you know what I mean, but. Yeah, definitely. Name is Duke. So I think, yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, Clippers, uh, Mavs. I got the Clippers, man. I got the Clippers. Um, Clips, Dallas, yeah, Dallas is nice. They're a better team with Ron. Yeah, Dallas is nice and all, but their biggest question mark is Kristaps Porzingis. And I don't know if that dude's going to ever be healthy in this league. I don't know. I saw so many. You know, there's there's a reason why the Knicks got rid of a star stud like that. You know, this guy, 7'3", can shoot the three. He can run the floor. He can do all this stuff, but he can't stay healthy. I have never seen him play an entire full season, you know. And that, that, that's ultimately going to decide his career at, at this point, you know. It, we've just seen him injured too much, in, like, in order to, like, you know, call him – uh, uh, like a wait, wait. What's the word? What's the word? Def, uh, just I can't see him being effective, uh, an, uh, an effective factor for a team, for, re, in regards to his health history mm-hmm. in this league. 
now you got Luca. Luca's great. He he's top top ten player, and he's what only twenty one. That's insane. Don, Dagger Doncic. Ah, oh, man. Dagger Doncic. That's a dime right there. Dagger Doncic. Da- Dagger Doncic. <laughs> but. So, oh, looking at the Clippers. overall, looking at this um, overall, man, like Clippers are just more well-rounded. They're, they're more whole than, than the, the Mavericks are. Definitely. My bad. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I agree 100% what you say. There again, I mean, Rondo made them a better team. Um, that's what the, the Clippers were lacking. Uh, ball handler. I mean, Reggie Jackson. Um, he's not going to carry you far enough into the playoffs. Um, PG and Kawhi. They work better off ball. In my eyes, um, you know, getting to their spots off the ball rather than with the ball. Uh, but you know, that's yeah. Again. Clippers, Clippers do take this. I want to say, I don't want to say it possibly could be, you know, um, just because how the uh, the Clippers are built. Um, they're built. They're built to go win the championship right now. So I, I I see them, and they're hungry for a ship. So I see them going. They 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 could possibly sweep. Penny at Luca. But that's my take for that. Especially since last season the, the Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How disappointing. Clippers are gonna be Clippers, so yeah. <laughs> who knows? Very disappointing. We'll see how well, it goes. we have high expectations for them, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That's so, all. Let's move right, on. Let's go to the east side. Let's go, let's to, the move east on side. to the east. So we got Philly playing let's against go, the Wizards. Uh, winning. Mm-hmm. What, you, what is your take? Ah, I got I got Philly. I got Philly in uh Philly in five. Definitely five. I give the I give they they're not gonna take one away in in Philly. The war the Wizards. But they are going to win one at home. Definitely. That's my take on that. Um, Philly is a very defensive-minded team, especially with Doc Rivers now. So hopefully uh, Doc Rivers learns from his mistakes and makes his adjustments now in games. So we'll see. Um, But they are a better team. You know, you could throw Ben Simmons on – on Bradley, that that'll be tough for Bradley, honestly, because Ben Simmons is a dog on defense. Um, yeah, and then you could you could throw different looks at Bradley. So, I wonder how that season series went though with them. I can look it up, but I do see. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this season, um, 
Okay, on December 23rd, Sixers won by six. Sixers won by five the next game. And then the Sixers just hmm. blew them out in March. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll still see Sixers and five. Okay. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do one. I do. I do want Russ and Bill to go out the first round. I mean, not out to advance, but we're getting to the tough six-year team right now. Let's see. And MB's playing great, so. MB's yeah. playing great. So that, that's all that matters for them. The six. MB's playing great. The Sixers are going to be great. Yeah, the six, I agree. Um, I'm just going to say they, they're going to get the sweep against the Wizards. I, I, I think – Bradley Beal's like gonna try too much, uh, uh, you know, during the series some point, and I don't know if that hamstring's gonna hold up, man. I don't know. I know you got the best trainers on the side, but like I said, the hamstring is nothing to be played with, and if you're gonna try to provide scoring like he did throughout the regular season in a playoff game where emotions are high and focus is overwhelming, you might just lose sight for a second. And, you know, he, 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 he could, he can end his season with a ham, a bigger hamstring injury. Um, unless the wizards, others, you know, they provide that scoring for them but they they're they're not the most consistent bunch um outside of russ and beal so that's why i see the sixers sweeping them with guys like Embiid, harris simmons you got what else you got you got you got seth curry you got seth curry uh coming off the bench he can he can shoot yeah josh richardson right yeah, Josh. Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. On, he's on the Mavs. Josh. He's on the Mavs now. Oh, he went back. I'm tripping. But um, but yeah, um, I think I think the series is over in a four. Uh, oh, you got Dwight Howard too. George Hill. Oh, they got Thibel, man. Have you seen that guy play? Thibel, Matisse Thibel. Yeah, I like his game. Dude is mm-hmm. a defensive machine. He's a Love he's it. a he's he he's That's who they throw. he's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. This if they put Matisse mm-hmm. on Beal, oh, oh Bradley Beal's gonna be running, trying to get, trying to you know lose this guy all game. I think, and oh, that's gonna be tough for Beal. That you know they're gonna throw all these schemes at him, man. And if Russ can't shoot this series, it's definitely over in four. Yeah, they're tough. Shit out of luck. Uh, all right, so two seven. We have Brooklyn and the Celtics. Um, my take on this series is. Brooklyn 
I want to say six. I'm going to say six. Um, um, definitely, they're going to score more. You know, there's no way you're going to stop all three of them. Uh, Durant, Harden, Kyrie. That's tough. That's tough, you know. But then you, they, they, they have fans now, you know. So that's, that's where they're going to get stuck at and have to rotate now a few times. Um, so we'll see how that plays out for them. But I do have the Brooklyn Nets in six, maybe less, should be less. But yeah, that's, that's my take to six. These six against the Celtics. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to also say Brooklyn in six. Um, Boston's roster, you know, you got Tatum, of course, is going to do his thing. But without, mm-hmm. I mean, without Jalen Brown, that's just one less score, scoring option. I mean, you got Kemba, but that, mm-hmm. I mean, Kemba's, Kemba's a little bit of a offensive liability. And he's not going to stop Kyrie or Harden. And I think ultimately right. they're going to get beat in the backcourt um, against Brooklyn. If, uh, if uh, Harden can stay healthy. Um, I think Harden, I think Harden's that, that, that piece, that missing piece for, for the Nets. If, if Brooklyn goes to the finals, they need Harden. They, they just need Harden. Like Katie's their best player, but without right. Harden, I don't think they can, I don't think they can win the Eastern conference finals, but um yeah, is Brooklyn he playing uh, on Saturday? What was that? They're they're healthy for Saturday. All three said all three of them are go for Saturday. I believe so. They should be. Yeah, yeah. So Brooklyn six. I think Boston's mm-hmm. going to take two games because Tatum. Tatum's been a one of the best. Uh, I, I think Tatum's top fifteen player right now in this season. So. Um, but mm-hmm. you know he'll do his thing, but ultimately so this, have- this is too much for the for the Celtics. It could be done five two. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna change that. Over in five. All right. Five. Might be. Might be more. Might be. All right. <laughs> the next matchup All right. is a so rematch. Got a rematch mm. between last season um, with the Bucks and the Heat. I got the Bucks. So, without a doubt, I. Yeah. Um. If they lose here, Giannis better think about doing something with his life because he's gonna get chewed out. I feel like. We're losing against Miami here. Um, so I have I have 
this could possibly go to seven, honestly. This series itself will go to seven. Um, just just the two the two teams um, knowing each other, you know, especially Coach Volstra. He knows exactly how the Bucks run their offense, how to guard Giannis. Um, but then again, they added Drew Holiday, someone who could take the ball away from Giannis and Middleton. Okay. But um, see now the Heat, they're missing uh, they're missing Oladipo. I feel like Oladipo would have helped them out. Definitely would have helped them out. Um, but you know, um, I like the matchup between Bam and Giannis. I love that matchup because Bam be going at him like Bam looks like the better player in the series. Honestly, Bam looks like the player in the series. I give him that. But I do have – I'll say this is still going to go to seven. Um, I don't, don't want it to go to seven because uh, I have a bet with my friend who's a Heat fan, and he thinks the Heat are going farther than Lakers, <laughs> which is false. But, or, but yeah, I, I have Giannis in seven. Okay. That's my take. All right. Well, um, my dime, my dime. That's, that's my your dime. dime. That's your dime right there. Okay. Yeah, I, I um you know the upgrade at the guard position in Milwaukee from Eric Bledsoe to Drew Holiday, I think that's gonna be um <laughs> I didn't even mention that that's that's a total upgrade. Drew Holiday can do everything like better than Bledsoe could yeah. and um yeah, like you said, he, he he takes the ball off of Giannis and Middleton. Um, and I, I just think he, he's a more cohesive fit for for those for those two. So uh, and then then you got their bench who's also not bad. Um Pat Con not not Pat Connaughton, um DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo's DiVincenzo from the ball, man. Um, I love them. I wish the Lakers would have drafted him. Yeah, he's he's he was a, a little bit of a steal, in my opinion. Um, yeah, DiVincenzo, Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez. They're they're very um, the teams the the teams solid up and down the roster. Um, and then when you look at the Heat. They're kind of the same in a way. Um, I think I think the the Bucks have the better starters, but um, you know, like yeah, I think Oladipo would have helped um, the Heat in this series, but um, I don't know what I don't know what to think about Tyler Hero right now. I don't know what to think about him. Like, yeah, he went off in the bubble. Um, he, had, mm-hmm. he had a struggling season this season, but I looked over his last few games or last half of the, last, uh, the end of the season, last 10 games. Um, he's been picking it up. Um, okay. So that's a good look for them. Good luck for the Miami. You know? uh, Dragic is old. He's an old, he's an old bucket getter, but I feel like Drew Holiday would just, to eat him up on defense, man. Yeah. So 
Yeah. That's my yeah. I think uh I th- yeah, I think the Bucks are gonna take this uh series. I, I think they're gonna be highly motivated after what happened last season. And um you know, as good as Bam and Jimmy are and the rest of that squad, you know, you got Duncan Robinson, who's a great knockdown three-point shooter, but uh, it's – yeah, I think it'll be Bucks and seven. They're just – I think they're just more motivated um, personally. I, I think they took it personal last season when they lost to, to, the, to the Heat in six, so. That's my take on that series. Now. So we don't, we're on the four. Wait, what's up? Four five. Four five, yeah. So we're on the four five now. The teams that everyone's been waiting to hear. The Knicks. The Knicks and the Hawks. This is this is probably gonna be the most exciting um, series. In, in the first round of the East. Um, well, Milwaukee and Miami will be exciting, but the, the Knicks and the, and the Hawks haven't been in the playoffs for quite some time now. And they've had really, really, uh, they, they've had some highs this season. You know, they, they, they picked up, uh, the Hawks got their, 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 their coach. They, they, they found their coach. And the Knicks are just, they're playing some great basketball um, under Tom Thibodeau as well. So, coach battle right here at the four five. I think, I think the Knicks are gonna take it. I think the Knicks are gonna take Knicks. this in yeah. five. Mm. Takes it. I think. I think the Knicks are gonna take it in six. Actually. I'm going to say six. Knicks and six against the Hawks. I like that. I like that. Okay, I like that dime right there. Um, I definitely have the Knicks here. But um, I haven't watched too much of the training on the, on the Hawks of the season. Mm. Um, honestly, I don't even know their record at that. Uh, look at their record real quick. Yeah, all I know is that they're, they're fifth in the East. See. Conference. They're 41. Oh, they have the same record as, as the Knicks, 41 to 31. That's surprising. And they were, they went on a four-game. Yeah, they went on a four-game win streak to end the series uh, season. Um hmm. oh, okay. Last one seven last. I I still um I don't think they're built for the playoffs yet. Um, especially to to make a deep run at that. Um, Knicks are better suit for that. I mean, Tom Thibodeau, great coach, defensive mind, so he's going to throw everything at Trey Young. Um, he does, but um, definitely, I have. I don't see no one stopping Julius Randle. I don't see no one. The way Julius has been playing this season. I don't see no one on that team. John Collins and uh, he's a great defender, but he's not gonna not gonna get it done against. Personally, he's not gonna get it done against Julius Randle. What about Clint? Um, Clint, 
Clint Capella, no. Clint Capella's not good enough. Clint, Clint Kigar drew, you know, with his size and length. But Julius is just too damn strong. And he developed his shot. So he's, he's you know, he's almost, he's at that three-level score. You know, score all three levels. And that's hard to guard. I don't, I, when, I, when I was watching that Laker game, he played uh, next against Lakers. Mm-hmm. Julius looked great out there, bro. You know, I can see why he's getting most improved. You know, I wish we would kept them. That was my favorite Laker before everyone left. Oh yeah, one of my favorite Lakers before Bron got. There. Yeah, before Bron got there, definitely him, definitely Drew, Julius, Randall. He deserved. He, I, I feel like, especially with Derrick Rose behind them too. Mm. That's a that's a great that's a great. Guy. That's a great guy to listen to, you know, and lead a team. So, yeah, um, yeah, Nixon six, Nixon six, Nixon six. I think that the the Hawks got pieces Nixon that six. could give them a run, give the Knicks a run. But the Knicks, the, the Knicks mm-hmm. are, they got a nice mix of uh, uh, veterans and young players, um, and then you got you know. You know, you got Julius leading the way. So, yeah, no, Nixon six. Um, they're just going to overwhelm the, the, the Hawks, I think, because of defensive schemes they're going to put on Trey Young, who also, Trey Young hasn't had too great of a season. But, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my, my take. So, all right, so that's basketball. Yes, sir. Anything else? Any last words? Well, about this. Uh... Uh, I look forward to. Who do you look forward to watching most in the playoffs? Uh, let's go with player. Player first. Player first. Oh. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry. I mean, I know that's a little biased because he's my favorite player, right. but you know, he, he he's yeah. he's he's carrying his team. So. How about you? Okay. Yeah, well, well, you better hope they tomorrow. Uh, for me, it's going to be real exciting to see how D-Book does. It's going to be real fun to watch. That is, you know, yeah. First time. I love, I love his intent. I love him. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I want to see the book. All right, how about team? Team. I am most, um, I think for me, I think it'll be the the Suns. I think I'm most excited to see the Suns outside. I mean, you know, I'm going to say Warriors again, but mm-hmm. the Suns are probably the other team in the, the league that, uh, I'm really excited to see in the playoffs because, you know, like you said, D-Book, CP. They got a squad up there. Yeah. So. Okay. My team is the Nets. Oh. I, I want to see what they're all about. Playoffs. Okay. Uh, I want to see what they're all about. You know? 
that's going to be fun to watch. Um, Great team on paper. I can't. Yeah. So we'll see how they do you know, defensively. I mean, I mean, the name of the game is to outscore your opponent. They could do that easily. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Tag. All right. Well, that will be the end of this episode of our first, um, mm-hmm. you know, recording of this podcast, uh, Sideline Dimes. Um, this was cool, man. I, I, I enjoyed this talk. Um, thank you for sharing your knowledge tonight. Um, and we'll see, see y'all in the next episode. Sideline Dimes. We out.